So here we are again, Chris, Living Room 101. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how are you diddling? Yeah, I'm all right, thanks, Tom. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm not too bad. I'm bearing up. I'm, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's going all right. It's going all right. Um, but I suppose, Chris, Yeah. Um, what, what we should do is uh, just get straight into it. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. yeah. No, 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 that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I mean, if you don't mind, I've got quite an important one, so I'd quite like to start. <laughs> <laughs> okay if you just sort of you're taking hold of the reins there and just going for it go for yeah, it yeah because this one's you know it's, it's important um it's burning uh, it is the current usage of the word challenge <laughs> and what that what, what people appear to think these days is a challenge and the, the yeah. first one that really got me on this but it's been recurring um since this happened a few weeks ago was there's a thing I mean, actors on Twitter can be a little bit unbearable. I mean, as can all people on Twitter, let's be fair. But this one went around, and I'm hoping, and I'm pretty sure it's not just actors, but this this one came around. To all professionals in the film, television, entertainment, and arts world, join the challenge to post a photo of you in your job. (laughs) <laughs> just a picture no description the goal yeah. and how's about this for a goal the goal is to flood social media with our profession copy the text and post a pic television emoji and then a photo of the actor who will remain unnamed who who i first saw doing it um yeah. i'm sure plenty of them have done it uh yeah. but there's a few things obviously that this raises one why why uh. Why should we flood social media with photos of actors? I mean, why? Yeah. Li- literally, why? Um, yeah. But then also, what kind of a challenge is it to post a photo of yourself on Twitter? That's not what I call a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, there's, there's so many things that I've got to say about this. One <laughs> Point one is it, it it's on my list. It's basically... Uh, um, it's a slight variation. It's a close cousin. Yeah. Um, and it's been going around Facebook, um, but it's, it's pretty much the same, which is post a photo of yourself. Um, the, the variant is um, when you were, what was it? Um, when you were 20. When you were, when you were, no, not 20. When you were fearless <laughs> and <laughs> when you were fearless and, oh, I don't know, inspired. It's something like that. Oh. Um, but fearless definitely comes into it. And um, so th- I think that was the kind of first wave of this, mm. um, and it went around Facebook. I don't know whether you saw that wave, uh, because that that went straight into my list. And um, and like um, so, and the reason it's been it was that first wave came out. Um, I think was you know so it was just giving. I mean, every lots of actor friends sort of responded to it and and did it. Yeah, yeah? right, right. And okay. um, and and but for the very and their choice, I suppose. Well, it was at their choice, but you see, I think people who would normally not do it did it because they felt they were given license to do it because it was someone else challenging them to do it. <sighs> oh. Okay, and so they go, "Oh God, it, well, it's not me. It's not me being like um, incredibly narcissistic. It's it's this person who's asked me to do it. So in a way, I'm just I'm just fulfilling a request. Mm. I'm providing a service. Yeah, yeah. I'm accepting of, 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 a challenge." You're accepting a challenge, and you're allowing people to see your face because we're all we're all desperate to see your face. Um, and then, I, then you're right that the at twenty thing 
has come along, and at, that's another little uh, cousin. At, look, at 20, I suppose it depends what age you are as well, obviously. like Anyway, like, like yeah. I'm all right with that. The problem, that, that would move into a very different category for me if people started okay. calling that a challenge. I've, I've accepted the challenge to post a photo of myself at 20. Me at 20, yeah. I mean, it's a little bit annoying, but, you know, whatever. But it's these ones that style themselves as a challenge. Well, the, the other one that has, yeah. you know... That that's the first one where I noticed it. But since then, Facebook, mm. quite a lot of the challenge has been accepted to post ten films uh, that influenced oh, yeah. you with no, you know, no context. This is always a part of the challenge I'm seeing. Yeah, different challenges, no context, no context. For some yeah. reason, that's bad for the challenge. It's you bad worry. for the challenge. It's bad for the challenge. <laughs> Have you seen people? Have you seen this? Have you seen this where where somebody provides context, someone else? Goes back to them and says, "We said no context." No, we said, we said no. We said no context. It said no context. Why are you? Why are you providing context? Yeah. The yeah. challenge is providing no context. Why are you providing context? It's part of the challenge. Nobody, you're not allowed to say you love Barry Lyndon. People aren't supposed to know you love Kubrick. They're supposed to no. be able to know it by knowing the scene that you've taken. Because it's not part of the challenge. <laughs> Haven't you read the rules of the challenge? It's a challenge. <laughs> um so this so this one's yeah 10 10 films 10 films i've accepted the challenge it's not a challenge yeah. it's not what a about challenge. the caveat what about the, the the lovely caveat to to pretty much all of those posts i don't normally do this oh god above exactly i don't normally i don't normally oh, oh, oh. i don't normally do this but but i'm gonna do it like every day <laughs> the challenge yeah i, I love the, the me at 20s as well it's like oh I'll, I'll play two then me at 20 yeah. <laughs> no if yeah. you're gonna do it just just do it just please just i do saw it. a brilliant a brilliant um version of it and i think it was michael leg who does some i don't know whether you were like on his on his uh facebook but it's, he no. posts some amazing stuff he's a really funny comedian right stand up and um he just posted i think it was a i think it was a picture of a, a like a massive shit <laughs> it's just like like this is me and it was either to the looking fearless or the the me at 20 or something right and it was just it was just yeah it was very good very funny um, <laughs> um but I, I, but for you it's sorry gone i was just gonna say like growing up um big big favorite in the late 80s early 90s was challenge annika and literally at that <laughs> point annika had to i remember there was one where she had to build a chimpanzee sanctuary in a weekend <laughs> I mean, that's a challenge. And yeah. to be fair to Annika, she smashed it. Almost always she, a, she smashed it. She had a, I bet she had to uh, source the chimps. <laughs> I'm sure she did. She probably yeah. had to like, house them in her own home while, while this country was being built. Exactly. And then when she, they were one short, she had to get in the cage and be one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She, well, she had to yeah. show them how it was done in the new sanctuary. Yeah, I mean, exactly. And she was like, you know, I mean, yeah. that is a challenge. And like, and also Treasure Hunt that, you know, oh, that, that was, was a challenge. And Anna, it was the same person, wasn't it? Annika Rice. It was Annika, yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, that was a challenge. And like, the clues were ridiculous. They were like, they were, <laughs> they were more obscure than the clues off 321 with Ted Rogers. Do you remember that? <laughs> oh, I'm a bit too young for that. <laughs> All right. But that was like the most obscure game show clues you know now, now on game shows that like everything's very very easy for everyone yeah there was this one game show in the 80s called three two one and it was dusty bin you'd, you'd win oh, dusty bin or, yeah. yeah there you go ted rogers three uh-huh. two one mm-hmm. and you'd um and you'd uh you'd either win a car or a holiday or dusty bin and like 
but the clues were so obscure and yeah. um but anyway i do um, actually remember yeah. that because i remember i wanted to win dusty bin that seemed like I mean, the best one to me but then sometimes like if i think it was if it was a christmas show or something like that dusty bin would have something brilliant inside like some tickets to something <laughs> or or like a telly but sometimes Sometimes just not, like nothing in Dusty Bin. So they obviously like went, we like these contestants. We're going to put something in the bin. And then other ones, they just they just gave them the bin. Oh, no tickets to a West End show. Just a no. bin. Just to sort of like soften the blow. I think I um, thought no, that Hen- right. Henry the Hoover was probably a cousin of Dusty Bin. I think I've I'd, maybe something yeah. that. He is though, isn't he? He's got a big, yeah. yeah. I mean, they had similar faces. Yeah. Um, yeah. There were some family traits, definitely. Henry the Hoover, I don't know if you get that across the world, but in Britain it's a Hoover, which people still have. A little red Hoover yeah. with a face on it. Yeah. Oh man, it's like, in terms of prog- product design, the staying power of Henry Hoover is, <laughs> is, is like second to none. It's like... I can't think of anything else that is like stuck with the same design. I mean, it's so kind of unwieldy. I mean, you get Hoovers now that are like, we've got a Hoover that is cord free. Like you just go around and you go, hey, and people are still, <laughs> yeah. people are still sticking to the Henry Hoover because it's such an amazing design. Yeah. And because like he's, that little he's face. Friend. He's a friend. He's a friend. He's a pal around. He's a friend. Yeah. I've got a friend um, who's doing, um, on a, every Friday, posting pictures of himself using his Henry Hoover. Um, really? And he dresses. Yeah, he dresses up in different costumes, doing it. He's had lederhosen. He's had black. He's had black tie. Um, this is happening like, now. It's happening now as we That's speak amazing. every Friday. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to Dan March because it's Dan March. Absolutely, Dan it. March. Um, he's also yeah. he's also running a quiz on a Thursday night, and we had seventy four people on Thursday. What on the Zoom? That's pretty good, isn't it? On the Zooms. Wow. Where did you place? Oh, we did all right actually. Last couple, but yeah. we've we've upped, we've got a few ringers in because we've upped uh-huh. our team numbers. When it was just me and Mel, we didn't do so so good, but um, <laughs> now we're doing better. Well, that's good. Um, so yeah, I just think back in the day, if they if they got Annika into the studio and said, Annika, your challenge this week is to post a photo of yourself. I mean, obviously, at that point, she'd have had to take one and got it developed. It would have taken a little bit longer, but I don't think Annika would have found that to be a challenge. I think she would have said, all right, what's the next bit of the challenge? And they'd have said, no, that's it. And she'd have said, I'm yeah. not being funny. That's not a challenge. So just, I know. I mean, just call that, um, you know, an activity, a task, a request. Yeah. Yeah. I feel quite sorry for Annika in a way. Really? Um, because... I mean, having been challenged so much in her early life, <laughs> yeah, like the, the rest of her life is going to be a bit dull unless she has to kind of up up the challenge. Like, yeah, but you know, as she gets older, I mean, now she might be doing incredible. She's just like an amorphous gas that has kind of challenged herself so much <laughs> that she's like just floating around <laughs> as a higher being. No, she because she's achieved so much tasks. Exactly, the kind of a challenge she's accepting is to become an amorphous gas and still yeah. have a television presenting career. I mean, that I bet she's uh, doing that. I bet she is. Well, in fact, I, I actually I sort of know what she's doing because she was on um, uh. Strictly Come Dancing. Oh, was she? Yeah, and, and that is. I, yeah, I know she was also on Celebrity. Is it called Hunted? There's two shows oh, I right. get mixed up. I think The Chase or something, which I think is a daytime quiz and then hunted where you're on the run from like yeah proper people yeah. hunting you down um she did that as well so she's still i know she's still taking on challenges of course she, of course and that's, she is that hunted thing's a water off a duck's back after treasure hunt isn't it for her absolutely she's been chased by helicopters all her life yeah 
exactly. I yeah. bet she absolutely nailed that. She nailed that. <laughs> yeah, I bet she did. But, yeah, the other thing I wanted to say about this is that you, you, you said earlier on that, like, why is it necessary for people to sort of flood social media with, yeah. with their profession? Yeah. Um, it, and, the, and the important thing, I think, about the fact that there was, there was a first wave pre-corona mm. is that people are jumping on the bandwagon for, um, for, for just doing the task of posting your face. They're using coronavirus. Mm. They're using the situation to sort of give it this kind of um, cachet or this added mm. um, reason for doing it um, of, oh, it's to protect our profession. And really that kind of, that narcissistic impulse is yeah. like, is yeah. p- pure and simply the only kind of impulse for it. I mean, I get, I get that people <laughs> want to, want to sort of preserve the profession and it's a really serious issue, but I don't think that's the way to do it. I don't think so. I mean, a show jumpers getting together, like, right, post a photo of yourself, show jumping. The mission, right, the challenge is to flood social media with pictures of show jumpers. I mean, if if I was checking my social media and, oh, I just kept coming across photos of Zara Phillips and her show jumping friends, I'd just be like, what the, f- what's going on? I wouldn't think, oh, I'm going to start watching and supporting and helping to fund show jump trials once coronavirus <laughs> is over. I just think I show jumpers have gone completely mad. Yeah. And also, like, I, I imagine you could do that remotely quite easily because you could sort of set up your own course <laughs> and go around it on your own and people could just see you doing it. So it's not, I don't think it's under well, threat a, as much. Of course. Like, quite a lot yeah. of room. I don't think I could. Well, but show jumpers generally yeah. have got their own yeah. course, haven't they, to sort of practice on and stuff. That's true. You know, that's probably why um, then they've not accepted the challenge to flood social media with images of themselves at Jim Carnes. They probably haven't. And um, I tell you, who who definitely not doing that? Yeah, go on. Ruby Walsh. <laughs> 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 oh god that's giving me pains in my chest you better we've got to explain, explain that, that one though yeah so the explanation is chris had to, had to research um <laughs> trickies for, for this thing and um and chris suggested ruby walsh who we thought was a woman um and i was googling the whole <laughs> for ages and all i could find was this gray head or a <laughs> gray head he's not all that old he's a middle-aged guy and um and i just couldn't understand it but then we we found it. What was it, the, Ruby Wash is a man, and like, what was actually his sister's name? Who is Katie, a jockey? Katie Walsh. Is it Katie Walsh? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but oh my god, no. that got me. Um, right, uh, Ruby Walsh. Who knew? Who knew? Well, everyone Who knew. But apart from. But I think it was. <laughs> but I think in your case it was because um, you've you've done some work with. Um, is it Ruby Thomas? Yes. Yeah, 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 and you were in an Edinburgh show, so that's definitely gone in your female <laughs> name category. Yeah. Hasn't but when it? you said Ruby, um, Walter, I thought you meant Ruby Thomas. Yeah, um, but I had a great, great, great aunt who was called Ruby, so <laughs> it's def- it's definitely a woman's name, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it is. It is. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. I was so impressed, like I just because you came out of it so quickly, and, like I was, wow, he knows his jockeys, he knows his uh, racing. Um, but anyway. So um, he's not doing it. I mean, no. acting's yeah. <laughs> along and it's Twitter because you're more active on Twitter than Facebook, aren't you? And um, yeah, yeah. So I you've seen this all over all over Twitter. Yeah. Um, so it's not the actual posting. It's not the. It's not 
inherently the task itself. It's the use of the word challenge that you're particularly wanting to put um, into the living room I mean, 101. Yeah, but it is also just the act itself. I mean, what a load of rubbish. It's just yeah, what yeah. is I mean, it's just what I don't like, right? I, I much prefer plain faced narcissism, you know, just <laughs> hey, I'm I'm missing filming. Here's a photo of me in the bill. Lovely, you know, fine, great. <laughs> it's but but like pretending that it's not that, that you just you know, you it's a yeah. challenge. It's a challenge because we want to flood Twitter with pictures of actors at work. It's just pointless and it's 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 poor hoodwinkery you know i'm just like don't try and hoodwink me that's just annoying so that that is really annoying and i suppose the challenge element is just part of that and and, and it's made worse it's emphasized by by the hoodwinkery but i've got um because it's there is a cousin um it's probably it's not that close a cousin but it's a second cousin um in uh the word um exciting yeah and um and so i remember we were looking at houses and like all the descriptions of in houses, I mean, they're sort of terribly uh, overblown anyway. But like, ex- in this exciting new development, you know, uh, yeah, um, yeah, you're I looking at a flat, you, Mr. Developer. Well, you're looking at a flat in a kind of god awful part of town, and you're just going, and it's like it's all it's a it's about ten years old, and like you know, it was it's all kind of um, it's not new, and it's not it's definitely not yeah. exciting. Yeah, you know, doing a doing a skydive. Um, <laughs> naked <laughs> um as, you know is 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 pretty exciting i would i'd imagine you know um, exhilarating i'd warrant yeah um but looking like a house like a flat like a flat in a crappy development mm. it's not an exciting it's not an exciting new opportunity you know what i mean um <laughs> oh, no it isn't is it <laughs> i mean it might be quite exciting if you can afford it and you like it but it's just not exciting. It's no, this exciting no. new development, you know, this, this, and you go there and it's just awful. It's not exciting. It's not, my, my pulse isn't racing because I'm, I'm walking around this like drab housing development full of like two yeah. small flats. You know well, what I mean? Um, it's like, my just... pulse isn't racing. I'm not like, my blood pressure is going up and like, I'm going, ooh, like, you know, I don't know. It's just, yeah. ooh, another bog. Um, yeah. Shall I tell you the worst thing I ever saw on the hoarding for a new development? <laughs> I, I hope I haven't said it before, but I, I think if I have, it still bears repeating. It was so bad. It's one of these things that I like to remember because it it's like excruciatingly gut wrenchingly embarrassing. Um, yeah. There's a certain thrill in that. But there's a there's a place in Camden, right? That was a restaurant, and I think it was getting turned into flats. Um, and it had a hoarding outside, and it it said on there in really big letters. We're having a bliss up. <laughs> We're having a bliss up. Oh, God. And then the irony was that obviously the funding fell through and that hoarding just got more and more tattered as the unfinished bliss up continued <laughs> beyond the hoarding. And I think it's probably still there. Um, yeah. You know, but every time I go past it makes me embarrassed, but also excited and thrilled because yeah. what, what a misstep. Yeah, indeed. But the um, that's awful, isn't it? When they kind of it's it's like a kind of sixties language um, yeah. that is that is appropriated by marketeers um, <laughs> to kind of like to 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 put dressing on 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 mm. on crap on like just really mundane crap. Yeah, and 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 they put this kind of like nineteen sixties bliss up phrase, and like it's supposed to be kind of oh, <laughs> you can imagine the meeting, you know. Um, 
but you say like that it's um it's ironic that it was tired i mean it is irony but then it's it becomes entirely appropriate that that sign is tattered mm. and faded yeah. and you can just about read the words bliss up because that yeah. that kind of like physical state of that sign is exactly the physical state of the thought that went in to use that, that phrase on that hoarding. Do yeah. you know what I mean? It's the correct state of things. It's Yeah, it's, it's the product of a tattered mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, so we're talking about. So the reason I raise exciting, like in that context, is that that feels like, in a way, part A of what you're trying to put in, which is mm, like mm. the misappropriation of of it being a challenge. Yeah, and I do think it is slightly different to um, the the other factor of of you know just posting your face everywhere so people can see it because obviously everyone wants to see it yeah um well i just i mean i'd really i mean challenge i'd really like to go in but i would like the whole package to go in if yeah possible. okay well let's just think of this then as a pig in a blanket yeah mm, okay and and so we've got the sausage of the narcissistic put placing your face everywhere yeah the face place <laughs> and then we've got and then we've got then we've got the word challenge <laughs> as a piece of natty bacon wrapped around it yeah yeah um, yeah. and, and what we're doing is just like, bang, <laughs> that goes into living room 101. Yeah. Brilliant. The whole pig in the blanket. Yeah. Yeah. The whole pig in the blanket. That's gone in. That's great news. Thanks so much. No worries, man. Oh, I can't, it's I can't a good, face any more challenges at the moment. It's a know? good, it's a good start. And like, I'm really glad you raised it. Cause mm. you know, as I say, I had it on my list and, uh, yeah. it's really doing my head in now. Cause actually, you know, in, in a way, um, Living Room 101 is is kind of really coming into its own, and because um, uh, we're all we're stuck in our living room, and we were just discussing this before we came on. Oh, I was about to say on air again. I, I really <laughs> can't be saying that. Why am I saying that? Because that's that's just a grand term of what we're doing. Um, also, but, we're not um, really on air. Like, no, we're not So, yeah. Why am I even saying it? Yeah, we're like, you know, we're yeah. definitely uh, firmly with our feet on the ground. Yeah, there's no, uh, <laughs> there's no air. Um, anyway, before we came on, say? Air. yes, yeah. Before we came on air, we were talking about. Uh, I've said it again, <laughs> and you said it. I, I led um, you into it. You did. Um, we were talking about like how annoying everything is becoming. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, yeah. As as we go further into this lockdown situation, pretty much everything like is becoming annoying. Am I? Uh, yeah. Or is, I'm, or I'm having a nervous breakdown. You know, it's the beginning of of something. Yeah. Like serious, but is this happening to you in Scotland? Or yeah. Are you kind of able to get out by the loch, and it's all kind of oh, you know? That's a lovely callback. You pronounce loch with a with the the proper pronunciation there. That's a that's a really nice callback. Well, I think I said I think I said when we were yeah. discussing that yeah. um, very early on in, in in the process, I would never change now from Loch. It's yeah, yeah. it's it's built in there. Oh, it was beautiful. To what I'm doing. Yeah. So, I am. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, just sort of people. I mean, it's nice to see people and give them a little wave. But but as you said last time, you know, when they get a bit too close, it's quite annoying, and people around is annoying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. Of course. Every, everything is is annoying. I'll tell you what's not yeah. annoying though. The sun mm. has been shining here for about a week. Yeah, I mean that is great. And in Scotland, but, you know, you take that, you know, you've got to be like pleased with that, and and I am. Yeah, but in a way, it's um, I suppose the sun is sort of the bliss up 
but the um, the fact that we have to we have we have a limited amount of time to actually spend in the sun is the tattered hoarding. Yeah. Because because it's like the more that I mean, literally today and yesterday there was no clouds in the sky. Mm. And I know you you hate you know the misappropriation of the word literally, but mm-hmm. there was no clouds in the sky. It's cloudless skies for two days. Wow. And we have we have. Pretty much an hour or so mm. to enjoy it each day, you know? And yeah. um, so it's a double-edged sword, really, isn't it? Yeah. But you're right. If it was raining, then we, yeah, I don't know, we'd be all jumping out the window. Yeah. But um, so, I better go for my one, better yeah, I? Yeah, you better. Okay. So what it is is, I mean, as I say, everything's becoming annoying, but um, I, this was building up before we got ourselves in this, in this situation. Yeah. And um, what it is is badly written children's books. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And um, I'm the parent of a three-and-a-half-year-old, and, a half year old and um, it is quite – you spend a lot of time, like, um, reading these books to your offspring, and you get to know these books very well because he, he basically has his favorites, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he's he can't read, obvs, but he's like – he gets his favorites because he likes the pictures and he likes the colors – you know the words are sort of a little bit secondary. You know mm. the story is he's just forming his his understanding of it. But he will he knows them inside out. I mean he knows them off by heart. He knows the words. And when I make a mistake, if I've misread something, he just corrects me straight away. <laughs> um, point being, um, when they're badly written and you have to read them, like I mean, hun- you know, hundreds and hundreds of times yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, um, it can get a little annoying. Yeah. Um, so I've got one here. I brought along prop this week. Okay. Um, yeah. And um, so this is one of the things that, you know, spending a lot of time indoors, all the things I've got this week actually are going to be, you know, those kind of things because yeah. uh, that's what's happening. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so I'm spending a lot of time reading him these books. And this one's called um, Roadworks. Um, and That is a dull title. Well, this, yeah, just wait till you hear what's going on inside. Mm. So Roadworks and... I've just got a page here. It says, load the dirt, load the dirt, scoop and swing and drop, <laughs> slam it down, slam, slam it down into the truck, bump, wump, wop. Mm-hmm. Spelled W-H-O-P. Um, mm, okay. Okay. Um, now, whop, whop, mm. with an H, yeah? Yeah. It's not really a word. No. no, and um, uh, there's various examples of this. There's another one here. Uh, seal the road, seal the road, make it hot and squishy. Spread the sticky tar and stones, sploshy, splashy, splishy. No, it doesn't splish. No, um, and so what you find with a couple of them, there's another example that I've got here as well, is that, um, yes, you know, they're, they're, they've entered a profession of children's book writing, Um They've gone to the trouble of probably getting an agent, uh, finding a publisher, mm-hmm. um, and then they come to the writing of it. Number one, um, they can't be asked to find a proper word to, to, to rhyme in their little rhyme. Yeah. 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 Um, and so number two, they've, they've just they've just made it up. They've, they've, they've in, through the whole book, the, the last line of these, uh, of these little rhymes are just kind of made up words. So... <laughs> To sort of to rhyme. That is that I mean, really is cheating, isn't it? Yeah, and it just seems such a fundamental part of the book, the the, the writing. Mm. 
that you'd think they'd just make a little bit more of an effort. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think like writing children's books, like simple, effective stories, must be way more challenging than it appears because you really, you really recognise a good one when you get one. Like, yeah, quite sort of sweet and moving, and about ten pages long. And the, uh, yeah, you know, going for some fake rhyme—that's the equivalent of those rhymes in McDonald's adverts we were talking about before. It's just annoying. It's not really poetry. Yeah. It's just it's cheating. It's cheating. Yeah, um, but it's it's just. And, and McDonald's would never put out something like that, you know. I mean, they they're actually better quality McDonald's stuff than that, which is saying something. Yeah, you know, because yeah. this is this is lazy. It's oh, it's all right. It's just for kids. You know, it doesn't need to be any better. But that's the opposite. You know, the opposite is true. It needs to be really, really, really good. Yeah. Um. And then, and then there's another one here, and this one's called um, Dinosaur Pirates. I mean, so this, don't get this sounds better already. Well, don't get me wrong. It's a it's an inspired series. Oh, just going back to the road one. There's another one I've got here. Construction. I won't read those out. But there's a whole series of those books. Yeah. So it's a big deal. You know, it's a big book deal for them. <laughs> um, it's not just some one-off that someone self-published. This is like, yeah. and you know, it's all glossy. There's a little bear icon on the of the publisher and stuff. Mm. But this one is this is also okay. a series, um, and it's inspired. It's dinosaurs. Yeah, kids love dinosaurs. Yeah, um, and um, it's pirates, and they've and they've put them together. You know, they come up with a thing. There's a couple of others in the series called. There's one called Dinosaur Zoom. So it's it's cars mm. and vehicles, construction vehicles. And it is um, dinosaurs, Sounds and good. so you have the and the dinosaurs uh, drive them, and the, and they and they sort of like and the and the illustrations are totally incredible. They're like so detailed, and Stan just spends ages poring over them. And I remember from my, when I was a kid, like just random books, like you know that um, I remember this one that my gran bought me from a charity shop, and it was my favorite book because of the illustrations. And mm-hmm. I just sort of spend ages just being in the picture almost. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's what these pictures are like. But the writing. Oh dear. Here's here's a little uh, example. Happy dinosaurs dancing, dancing and singing songs, pirate songs all night long. Yo ho ho, yo ho ho, yo ho ho. Oh come on! Have you ever heard the like of that? Now you're not. Are you sure it's not your delivery? <laughs> <laughs> Because the way you read it there, I think I've just realised, isn't that supposed to be like yo-ho-ho and a bottle of rum? So it's yo-ho-ho. How how else would you read that last bit? Can you can you just give They're it to all, me again? Oh, just the last bit. Well, all the rhymes follow the same. They follow the same structure. So you've got this. It's it, you have the first line, then it kind of repeats. Yeah. And, and then it, it and then it goes into this thing at the end. But, but none of it there, rhymes. If at the end there you went yo-ho-ho with a big pirate voice on. Yo ho ho! Would it be better? It doesn't scan. That's what no. I'm talking. It doesn't scan. Yeah. So happy dinosaurs dancing, dancing and singing songs, pirate songs all night long. Yo ho ho! <laughs> yo ho ho! Yo ho ho! It's <laughs> mm, not good. It isn't good. <laughs> no, let me give you another example. Because just to give you the, the structure, this is what happens. Yeah. <laughs> this one. So there's rubber raptors like attack the pirate ship in this bit, right. and um. And it's in this rhyme is strong dinosaurs pushing, mm. pushing back the snapping raptors, <laughs> the snapping raptors, the snapping raptors whose, sh- whose ship is sinking. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, come on. That's a real letdown, isn't it? That's a real, 
dud. It's like they, the whole it's thing a is constructed dud. to take you up to a door and then it doesn't open. It doesn't open. Angry dinosaurs battling, battling to save their ship, their ship and their precious treasure. Clash, <laughs> clash, clash. That's not a rhyme. Why does it have? There is no rhymes, Chris. Rhyme. None of these rhymes. None of these. None of these rhyme, Chris. They don't rhyme. They haven't bothered to make them rhyme. That would be an afternoon's work. I know, I know. And then, and this one, clash, clash, clash. Clash is not a. It's not a sound effect. It's not. A, it's you know what I mean. It's like a clash is a, a kind of. It's a bigger term, isn't it? That's mm. describing the the experience of mm. a fight. It's mm. not like mm. something that you can use to describe. Yeah. Like three times the sound effect or the, or the kind of like thwack. the nitty, yeah, thwack or something like that. Um, mm. We'll come back. But l- let me just say this has reminded me of um, something that a friend of mine, Chris Samford, who is a sometime listener, um, wanted to put in. This was months ago, and I've forgotten about it until now. And he has a beef with the children's books. I'm pretty sure you'll be familiar with these, but it's That's Not My dot 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 and there are a million oh, yeah. of them that's not my fairy that's not my polar bear that's not my ladybird that's not my pirate yeah. and, and as you go each page it's got a texture and he and it's like that's not my pirate his hat is too fuzzy he's got a fuzzy hat yeah. the next one yeah. that's not my pirate his saber's too shiny and that's too shiny mm. you get to the end and it's like that's my pirate and chris's point was just no it's not not your pirate because his hat is too fuzzy. It's just not your pirate. Yeah, it's wrong. I mean, it's, that's not my pirate. Yeah. You don't. I don't really need mm. to tell you why this woman at the shop, mm. who's in her mid thirties, is not my mum. She's not not my mum because she's too young and her hair's blonde. It's just it's no. Not, exactly. It's just not my mum. It's um, just it's it's wrong, isn't it? It's mistaken, and it's like, um, I mean, my beef is exactly you know that it's my beef as well. Is is you people are kind of producing this stuff thinking that oh, it doesn't matter because it's kids, but it's the opposite because they're, they're brains, you know, stuff that Stan is coming out with the stuff that he picks up and then repeats, you know, yeah. and it goes in like an imprint. It's not like it, it kind of goes off the top of his head. It all it just goes in. Again. Yeah. And it becomes wired in there. Um, the other one is, is Bing, right? Oh, yeah. Um, Bing which Bunny. is a TV. Yeah. A TV cartoon. Mark and Ryland's in it. Mark Ryland's is in it. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Rylance is in it, but Bing Bunny doesn't speak properly. Bing Bunny has um, they they gave it they give him this kind of thing where he speaks in the wrong tense. So I was scareded at it. You know, uh, something happened, and he goes, "I was scareded," mm. um, and and he does he, he does that a lot in, in the thing. Um, we had to start watching it because Stan was speaking like Bing Bunny, uh. and um, and. And it's annoying as well. But that's kind but, of like um, the new school of like, because Peppa Pig speaks like a kid, doesn't she? You know, it's like... Yeah, but that's not a kid's speech. Kids get it right. They're just like getting it wrong for the sake of it. Okay. And it's, and it, and it's, if it's, if kids are just watching it with those sponge brains and it's going in like the wrong tense. Yeah, but... I mean, Stan you mentioned would, Mark Rylance. Stan would work you meant, out though, wouldn't he? I mean... I mean, yeah, I mean, but he'd work it out eventually, but there'd be, I'm sure that some synapses would have to kind of re-untangle. Do you mm. know what I mean? <laughs> Real. <laughs> but like Mark Rylance, uh, um, Mark Rylance being involved, you think you'd have something to say about it? He's a Shakespearean scholar. Well, I mean, I have to tell you, I, I've seen Bing Bunny a few times um, and I quite like it. I find it really yeah, interesting. But, this is, but that's probably yeah. Rylance's voice, isn't it? 
I started watching it and I liked it and it was in my category of like yeah this is on a par with hey Dougie. yeah um this is this, there's Holly. something in this what Ben and Holly I don't know that one oh this, uh, I think it's the Peppa Pig people um, oh, right. fairy and an elf and uh, <laughs> did you say Pe- Peppa Pig people again Peppa Pig people uh, <laughs> but it's good Ben and Holly check it out oh, yeah I will um, there's um, there's some really bad cartoons obviously um, but you know yeah Bing and Bing and was in a power with Hey Dougie to start with but then I just massively fell out of love with it because of this mm-hmm. word thing mm-hmm. um, it is soothing though it is soothing I, I, I agree took on some took on some issues head on as well yeah, about sort of being bullied and, and kind yeah. of, yeah. yeah, and they kind of go through that. So it is, there's some good elements to it, but this, and it, but it comes back to this, it's mm. the writing, you know what I mean? It's the writing mm. that is letting these things down. And as I say, Dinosaur Pirates, that um, whole series, because there's another one like, um, there's Dinosaur Dig um, and there's Dinosaur Rescue. So it's like rescue vehicles, like ambulances, and they all drive those and they drive trains and stuff. And the drawings are brilliant. Um uh, but it's the writing. Just c- God, could it just not have had like a rhyme? And w- one of the worst ones, I think it's is it Dinosaur Rescue? Yeah, I think it is Dinosaur Rescue. <laughs> where, yeah, where they um, it was a little bit rhetorical that question. But um, it, at the end of Dinosaur Res- Rescue, there is a rhyme. Oh, they finally pulled. It's the only. Back. It's the only rhyme in the whole series, and I think it's it's either totally unintentional. Or they think, oh, that rhymes. Oh, I can put that in. It's a rhyme. That's the level mm. that they've gone to. They haven't bothered to go beyond that level. They just say, oh, rhyme, look at that. Do you think that, that the people that? that actually do write them well just become like astronomically sort of superstars who everyone, like Julia Donaldson, just everyone buys yeah. those books continuously. Um, Oliver Jeffers. What? Do you know Oliver Jeffers? Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. Oh, so good. I know I know his work um, intimately. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, um, Donaldson, you know, is a mixed bag. It's Gruffalo, isn't it, Jot Donaldson? Yeah, but she's she's yeah, yeah. careful to rhyme. Yeah, but you see, it's good. But then she's she's quite prolific, and there's some of the later oove um, feels like it's forcing a bit on the on the kind of rhyming side, and like a bit too clever right. for its own good. Okay, a thing about so- Gruffalo is like it's very pure and really that was the original. Uh, she really hit it with that. As the um, as the judge here, um, there's something yeah. I really have to take into account when I'm making this judgment. What, how does Stan feel about this issue? Stan loves the pictures. Mm. So when you're reading it, is he engaged with the words? Do you know what he's 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 quite discerning in that. He's got his favourite books, and his favourite books are where you've got brilliant pictures and great great writing. Really. Yeah. Okay. Then, and, then and like, for Stan, I'm going to put it in. Yes. If Stan yes. didn't really care, if it didn't affect Stan's enjoyment, there's no way that was going in. But yeah. you know, if you're a bit lackluster reading the poorly written ones, you can't help it. But you're just not giving it your all because you're uninspired. Then that's going to affect Stan. And how much? I would. I would never. I'd never give Stan a. a a half half baked performance. Well, I know you wouldn't consciously, but I don't believe that you can really give your heart and soul to the roadworks like you can okay, well, to, to the really good ones. Well, as an actor, Chris, um, you yeah. you know that there's only so much you can do with bad writing. Yeah, it's so true, Tom. Yeah, so true. 
I'm really glad that's gone in, though. Thank you for that. Yeah, no, that's God, I got quite hit up about that. Uh, I've got like a, a <laughs> got well, like an anxious feeling in my, in my like, tummy. It's like your constant companion, isn't it? You got to you got to read those every day. So, I know. So, yeah, you might have to get some new ones now because you've probably noticed that <laughs> the books in your house have just disappeared. I'm so glad that that's gone in. Um, that's brilliant. Have we got time, really time for just a quick one? We have, yeah. Um, coasters that stick into glasses. Stick in them. Sticking to the bottom. It's happening right now. Oh. I picked up the glass next to me and it's happened. Yeah. I've really yeah. got to get rid of that. It's got to stop. It, we've gone too far with this. I've just realised. Yeah. See now, this is what you're talking about, isn't it? This is like lockdown life. I think it's annoyed yeah. me sporadically, but now I'm in the house all the time, and I drink a yeah. ridiculous amount of tea. And it always happens on a wine glass, no questions asked, um, yeah, yeah. no doubt about it. And it's happening to me yeah. too often. It's happening to me ten times a day at the moment. Can somebody well, not just design a coaster that doesn't stick to the bottom of the glass? A non-stick coaster. A non-stick coaster. I mean, you've hit the nail on the head in terms of, you know, why don't you, we design that and make millions? Because oh, yeah. why Why do coasters – surely a fundamental part of coaster design is their non-stick nature? Oh, I, I would have thought so. You would have thought so, wouldn't you? <laughs> is, it the, is it the beer mat that is, like, muddy in the, mm. the waters here that, like – because it's like a little bit comedy, the beer map, yeah. you know, they've never really bothered to go beyond. I think so. But, uh, but, I but, you know, I've got this to say. It, the first time it ever happens in any situation is a bit comedy. Oh, <laughs> oh. But then when it, it's happened seven times, it just gets so annoying. And then it, it doesn't half tumble off halfway up towards the sip. Yeah. It's uh, funny, though, isn't it, when you see it happening? Oh, it's funny the first time. It's lols. It's lols, but you're funny... I can't believe I just said lols. Um, it's, it's, it is funny when you when you see it in the pub, and the other person, the person that's happening to, doesn't know. Oh, that's funny. And then they got it on the so ah, it'd be tricky to put it in, wouldn't it? Because oh. we'd be losing a bit of comedy. We, and we do need that at the moment. I feel like it's something that used to be funny, and I'm not finding it funny anymore. <laughs> finding it annoying. <laughs> it's one of these things. But it's what yeah. Ring Room One Hundred One's kind of for. Is like these little annoyances that you don't even. You don't notice them for years. And then suddenly you're like, oh, my God, I've just remembered yeah. what the most annoying thing in the world is. Yeah, but hey, I do. Could, is it possible to keep it in pubs but lose it in homes? It might be. But I wonder whether we need to be separating out our state of mind at the moment from. So it's a Corona um, living room 101 thing mm. rather than, you know, because if that coaster had stuck to your tea normally, you'd probably have then gone out and had like a really um you know mind enhancing experience with some some of your peers and uh, and like the coaster thing would have really you know become quite insignificant I'd have, and you, I'd have, you might I'd not have, have even it. walked it off or, or literally right. walked it off i'd have just got up gone outside gone for a walk come back it, it you know the rage would have passed that's the dilemma we've got isn't it i mean is is this only become Incredibly annoying because you're stuck in the house all day. Mm. So what you think, well, I might regret it later on. You, 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 you think I might have remorse? In post, Possibly. Post, because, post-lockdown. Yeah, because if we're in the pub and then someone, and then they, we never ever see again like a coaster sticking to the bottom of that glass. Although yeah. that is a beer mat. Is a beer mat a coaster? Yeah, in my book it is. I think it's in my book it is yeah, as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, um, oh, it's tricky, this, for me. Um, I tell you what, can we, ha- we can't have a time limit either because we've, we've talked uh, about this before. I think um, I know what you're saying. And in a way, I think I have to admit you're right. I'm not sure I never want it to happen again. If, if, uh, I, if I really am being honest with myself. Um, yeah. Because sometimes it's funny. I mean, what if it yeah. fell off and fell in someone's food? That would be funny. Yeah, and imagine this scenario: you're out, you're out for dinner with, um, no, sorry, you're out for lunch with um, a boss that you just really don't like. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell they me. make some kind of what? Tell me more. Yeah, they they kind of make some speech, possibly leading up to firing you, or um, at least like reprimanding you in some mm-hmm. way. Um, and and you're on the receiving end of that, and you just have to sit there and take that. Um, <laughs> The full stop of their speech is them <laughs> taking a sip of their their expensive red wine that they chose to order yeah. um, at lunch, you know, yeah, um, yeah. and uh, and the coaster comes with it, and then <laughs> and then uh, just as they've sort of made their point, they pick up <laughs> they pick up the glass, the coaster comes with it, and then and they kind of oh like that, and then the coaster falls off into their food, really expensive, probably the most expensive item on the yeah, menu, yeah, and, ru- and ruins what, the what is it? the food. And it's um. Let's think. Is it lobster thermidor? Which is one I of those. Which is one of those dishes that I don't think anyone knows what it is. Do they? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not that. It's it's because I think lobster thermidor would be quite resilient to the coaster, and you just pick the coaster off. I think it's so. Quite, I think it's saucy though. Is it? Is it quite saucy? I think so. Well, it would be either that, or it would be a kind of um, venison stew or something <laughs> like that. But, that basically cost a fortune and then the coaster just submerges itself into it. Right yeah. into that lovely sort of red current. Yeah. yeah. And the and the boss actually, before he realizes um he's attained such status, you know, as a, yeah. a CEO of a company or a boss, um, he'll just go in and fish it out like because he goes goes back to default settings of where he came from. <laughs> and then he looks Reve- across at you as the employee. Revealing um, his shameful past. Exactly. Um, he looks across at you and real, realizes he's exposed himself, uh, metaphorically and literally. Um, and all you're doing, you've got the same face on, but wow, wow, <laughs> wow! That weakness yeah. of that feeling inside. Gosh. Um, where, all to do with um, where does he live? This boss. I think I know where it is. Um, I wonder if you think it's the same place. Yeah. Okay. Let me think. Um, I think this boss lives. I think it's in North London. Oh, okay. Um, or is it? Or is it? I or does he? I suspected it might be Royal Tunbridge Wells. Yeah, it could be. Or it could be Twickenham. Yeah, it could be Twickers. Yeah. Yeah, Twickers. Yeah. Um, and I do. And I think just as he came into the uh, restaurant, he um, he asked the waiter in a really offhand manner to hang up his uh, quilted quilted barber jacket. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and probably handed over his tightly wrapped umbrella. Indeed. Wow. Okay, you've completely convinced me. That was that was good. I do okay, not cool. miss out on that. So, cool. you know, I'm all right about um, it. Thanks for letting me down easy. No worries. I hope you're going to post on Instagram a photo of some of these children's books. I could do, couldn't I? Yeah, I think yeah. it'd be good for our Instagram. It gets okay. so little attention. Um, yeah. I mean, I f- I'm fine about it, but I almost feel bad for it as like a separate entity. 
It's a yeah. neglected element of Living Room 101. I feel I feel sorry for the Instagram and also like the the name Instagram is so kind of um so kind of not applicable to our Instagram page. Like <laughs> I, I like there's no weight to it. Like you know, it's like mm. a milligram, isn't it? Yeah. Insta milligram. And also, there's no instanceness about it because the things that we say that we're going to post on it, we never do. Oh, that's not. True. Um, that's not true. Well, no. Okay, but they come on. They come on sort of further down the line, they, don't they? They do. Suddenly, a picture appears. You get a notification from a from a podcast that went out about like three weeks ago. Yeah, um, you but know, that's the joy of podcasts. Having said you that, can go back. You can go back. You know. Yeah. True. Okay. Then. Well, we'll get we'll get those um um. Children's books up there. Yeah. Um, oh, I want but, to see them myself. But I'll have to fish them back out of Living Room 101 to get the photos and then put them back in again. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've got some keys for the back gate anyway, so oh, I can... Yeah, okay. Nip in. Come and go. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think we're sort of... Uh, I think we've reached the end there, Chris. All right. Okay, then, Tom. Anyway, so um, I'm going to say, uh, don't go mad, everyone. Yeah. This will be over. I'm not going to say soon, because it will be over at some point. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, see you next time. <laughs> All right. I'm going to say, like, everyone just take care. Okay, goodbye. We really need to get better at getting out of these things. <laughs> <laughs>